Hello, and welcome to Full Court Press. I'm Elliot Edmiston, co-host of the Full Court Press podcast, and I will be giving you the daily basketball coverage from last night's games. For the daily basketball podcast, I will talk briefly about each game, covering the most important moments, player performances, and other things to look out for in the NBA. Man, I don't know what was going on with the NBA today, but there were so many blowouts. I mean, just looking at half these scores, it's at least 20, 30 points victories for some of these teams. Let's start with the first game of the night. Denver has yet to be defeated as they go to OKC and absolutely put on a show. Jokic has an unsurprising 28-14-5, along with Jamal Murray's 19 points. Michael Porter Jr.'s 20-point, uh, honestly, turn-up of a game. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with him. He's been shooting pretty poorly recently, but... He's picked it up. I'd like to see a lot of him as the season continues because he's definitely an, an exciting player to watch whenever he gets hot. But the real one for me is Peyton Watson, who had 17 off the bench. He shot 8 of 11 from the field, had 4 rebounds and 1 assist, shot 33% from, the f- from 3, but honestly, just played a lot of minutes. He played 22 minutes this game. And although we all know that Mike Malone loves to play his starters, giving most of them 25 to 30 minutes tonight, he did well coming off the bench. And he had quite a few players coming off the bench that had over 20 minutes a game, with Reggie Jackson and Christian Brown also playing. With OKC, I mean, Chet, he had 19 points, shot 7 of 12 from the field, he was definitely the best player by far, even though he was getting absolutely bullied by Jokic. Jalen Williams had 13 points, shot 6 of 9 from the field, but Shea Gilgis had such an off night, only 7 points, and he shot 2 of 16 from the field. I mean, that's the worst thing you could possibly imagine for your star player. I mean, Shea Gilgis is, what, a top five top 10 talent in the NBA and he just goes out and just has a stinker of a night you know it it happens but against Denver who we know isn't great defensively it's just one of those things for me where I was like oh you know I don't know I don't know but okay OKC just absolutely gets destroyed by Denver 128 to 95 Denver's undefeated. OKC, this was their first loss. So, as bad as it was, you can't be too, too upset. They've been winning. Overall, I think they're going to be fine. They're a young team. They'll get it together. The 76ers have a huge blowout at home against the the Portland Trailblazers, who have yet to win a game this season. It is the start of the season. We're only you know, one week into the NBA season, but holy cow, that's, you know, that's, that's just rough. Jeremy Grant, as many points as he got, didn't shoot too great from the field. Uh, None of their guys really shot all that great, but between their bench and just the lackluster really everything all around for Portland. It was just it was just not great. 
Embiid, he ended up getting 35, 15, and 7. Maxi, he got 26, 10, and 4. Their guys just... They look dominant when they play. Tobias Harris had 24 points as well for them. I mean, their starters just look good. I, I've i said it before, I think they could be a top three team in the East if they stay healthy, if they stay consistent. And they don't even have Harden, which we don't even know what Harden's deal is, but he hasn't been playing, and it doesn't really matter because they're going out and just laying the hammer down. This was by far the upset of the night. Atlanta Hawks steal a game from Milwaukee in just the weirdest fashion possible. It was their first win, and as high as we have been on the Bucks, there there was a, a real concern for Damian Lillard. He shot 2 of 12 from the field, almost the exact same line as, as Shea for OKC. But Giannis did as, as much as he could. Shot 9 of 14 from the field, had 11 rebounds. But that Dame performance was just so off. And we've had questions. Oh, should they not have traded Drew Holiday away because he's even better defensively than he is offensively. And Dame is just, he can shoot you out of games. I mean, this is this is the result sometimes. I'm not too, too worried for Milwaukee overall, but it's something to look out for, for sure. Trey Young had 20 and 11 assists. That, that's really good for him. He hasn't been shooting too, too well, especially for their franchise player. He shot... 5 of 14 from the field, 3 of 8 from 3, and at least he didn't have as many turnovers this game. I mean, that's been one of his biggest issues. He only had 3, which is saying something because his first two games, he ended up having 11 combined. Um, So at least he's sort of, in a weird way, improving in that. Their starters all got double-digit points, which that's really good. Because a lot of them are shooters. And Capella, I mean, he hit 50% of his shots and got 12 points. I mean, that's that's great for a big man. Bogdanovich, for them, also shot really well off the bench. Had 17 points, 6 assists, but his shooting was just great. That's really all you could ask for. And they were hitting a lot of their free throws, which that's the most important way to win games. But Atlanta wins against Milwaukee, 127-110. to 110. And again, just a very weird fashion. This one is the one I really want to avoid, so I'll just get through it. The Los Angeles Clippers absolutely ruin the San Antonio Spurs at home, 123-83. to 83. I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this game. I mean, Wemby, Wemby shot decent. Comparatively speaking, everybody was missing their shots. I was watching this game going, man, what is everybody's deal? Nobody shot 50% from the field besides Devin Vassell. And a lot of players had what just went 0 for 4, 0 for 2, 0 for 3, 0 for whatever. And it, it was just, it was pretty bad. It was really, really bad. And their turnovers were the biggest issue of this game. They had 14 turnovers by halftime, and 
overall, like, it was just a night and day difference against the Clippers. Kawhi got 21, shot really efficiently. Westbrook was their catalyst for this game, just went off. I mean, Paul George, you know he was going to shoot. He got 19, 4 and 5. Westbrook had a lot of rebounds, especially for a guard, but he's just athletic. He's just, he's always been that super athletic point guard. Overall, they just manhandled the Spurs. I'm, I am not angry, but I am angry. The, the biggest thing for me right now is that Wemby, he just didn't look like he wanted to shoot. And when he did, it was sort of just weird. Like it sort of felt forced, but I don't. I don't know. What to, I don't know what to think. I, he's he's still a rookie, despite being the number one overall pick. He's he's got to just grow into his shot, and grow into being that star player. And that might take a few years. That might take a few weeks. I don't know, but overall, just an absolutely overwhelming performance by the Clippers. It seems as though we've got our twenty twenty three NBA meme. In this game, Golden State takes their second win of the season against a winless Rockets, um, where Curry just pulls the trigger and tells them goodnight because he shot all of all of his shots were threes, all of his points were threes. I, I what what else do you what else do you say? I mean, Clay Thompson. Shot pretty well. 7 of 12 from the field. Uh, all of Curry's shots were threes. That's that's insane. That's insane. The The one where he hits Dylan Brooks with with the juke and then the, the pump fake and then the, the, uh, the shocked expression, uh, you're not going to get anything better than that this year. I promise you. We've already got our 2023-24 NBA meme three games into the season. That was just hilarious. And Shingun for the Rockets is their best player still, despite Jalen Green having 21 points. Just not good shooting. And Shingun, I mean, he took five less shots and had one less make. But he had 19 points, five rebounds, and seven assists. He just, he's a great player. He's a great player, and I think despite all of the Jalen Green talk, Shangun could be their franchise player. It's a real possibility because he's not he's not as great as Jalen Green is now, but he's really fitting into a great role, and he looks he just looks great when he plays. And there's some games where he's clearly the best player on the court for the Rockets. And I'm just, I, w- I, w- I want to see more from him this season because this could be the Shangun breakout season. Amen Thompson, I mean, he hasn't, he didn't shoot nearly as much, which I guess was pretty good because he hasn't been shooting too great. He ended up having nine points, four rebounds. Uh, and Jabari Smith, he had eight boards and... For him being the size that he is and getting all those boards, that's that was kind of good. I was impressed. But Golden State just absolutely dominates because Curry 
all of Curry's points were threes. All of all of Curry's points were threes. The nail-biting game of the night was easily the Sacramento Kings facing off against LA. The Lakers, they got their second loss of the season already um, against just a really, really, really good Kings team. There was a real moment in the fourth quarter where I was like, oh, did De'Aaron Fox get hurt? Did he get injured? Um, I don't know completely what happened. It looks just like a bad ankle sprain. Hopefully it's nothing more than that because I wouldn't want to see De'Aaron Fox miss time this season. Uh, but he he just showed up in a big way. He had 37 points, 4 rebounds, and 8 assists in, in overtime W. The Lakers, I mean, they have pieces. They definitely have pieces and they have players and they have skill. Because LeBron James, in year 21, you're going to hear that a lot this season, don't worry, had 27 points and 15 rebounds, paired with Anthony Davis's 30 points and 16 rebounds, and Torian Prince's 20 points, shooting 5 of 13 from 3. I mean, that's better than 33%, and he, I mean, that's, that's what you can ask for for somebody like Torian Prince. But Austin Reeves didn't shoot great at all. He was... Their loser. Uh, he was he was the reason why they lost because he shot one of twelve, and took eight three point attempts. Just just off, very very off. But overall, I think the Lakers are going to be okay. We talked a lot about how much depth and how much talent they acquired over the off season. I'm I'm not really seeing it. Cam Cam Reddish is getting five points. In a game, Jackson Hayes has seven points this game, and they just played all their starters almost all the minutes. Gabe Vincent played 32 minutes off the bench, but he took three shots, and two of them were threes, and the one make wasn't the three. It was just, it's, it's off for their roster a little bit. Max Christie didn't even play. I am not worried about the Lakers, but if they keep losing these games like this, especially with all of their players that they have, I mean, what what what's gonna what's gonna happen? There needs to be a move. But Anthony Davis looks like an MVP caliber player, and he looks like a depoy caliber player. He looks really really good, and with LeBron, he just. They, they, they dominate. Despite them losing, I'm not too worried about them at all. I think that's going to wrap it up for tonight. There are many, many more games tomorrow. I think the one to look out for more than anything else would probably be the Thunder Pistons game. They're both 2-1, and one, and they both show a lot of fight whenever they play especially for how young both these teams are. I would definitely recommend watching that game. So with that, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.